Should you buy the Apple Watch Ultra? Apple's most expensive, most rugged, most extreme version of the watch they've ever created. It just came out. $800 is now gone to the Apple gods. And now, Matt, in exchange for that, we have Apple Watch Ultras on our wrist. And I'm very curious to get your impressions and also answer the question of whether or not most people out there should buy this or not. And I feel like this is a good discussion to have because we've got two different use cases. You are living the outdoor lifestyle. You're hiking. You're doing some off-road stuff. Uh, I mean, you're kayaking, right? You do a lot of... I see your workouts <laughs> in uh, Apple Watch, um, yeah. in the activity app. I see you doing stuff. Uh, so you've got that perspective. I, for one, um, don't do any of that. The most extreme thing I do is maybe walk through the parking lot. I mean, I go to the gym, do my elliptical there. Uh, I'm not doing anything extreme. Maybe some occasional outdoor walking, but that's about it. So we've got two different use cases. Uh, someone more subdued like myself, the more average person. We've got Matt, who really, uh, this is sort of your, your bread and butter. This is really geared towards you. Let's just talk first impressions. You got the Apple Watch. We both got it yep. like what? An hour ago. Hour ago uh, yeah. Give me your your first thoughts as you took it out of that really cool, uh, very premium packaging. Yeah, I, I guess first of all, the packaging is cool. This is probably one of the best. Uh, I don't know. I'm trying to I'm trying to decide if it's better than the old Apple Watch edition uh, packaging. Do you remember that? Or actually, it was stainless steel and above. Do you remember it would come in that like plastic case with like a, fe a felt yes. interior? Well, yeah. Because I remember the very first Apple Watch, it came in that plastic case too, but wasn't it the boxes were shaped different? So if you had yeah. the sport one band, was, it was a one was rectangle. rectangular, the... yeah. Right. And one was a square. But uh, I, I would say this is as good, if not, Eh, no, Th those were better packaging, I think, just because the materials were higher. But this was a cool experience. It gives you that rugged, uh, rugged, um, what's the word? I want. I just said experience, so I was trying not to say experience again. But it gives you that rugged experience. Uh, so it's got a nice print on there. It's got a little booklet that you can look through that's very high quality. And then you got the, the watch itself. I guess some first impressions impressions on the watch. As we had seen people getting them, and we'd seen them more in real life in pictures, the worry was that this thing was just going to be massive because it's impossible to tell in pictures. I will say just I'll, I'll kind of, well, maybe you have a different opinion, but I don't think it's big at all. I think it's like a perfect size. I don't think it's uh, massive like it looks in pictures. But even on my wrist, I took a picture to send to our chat. And even on the, in the picture on my own wrist, as I was looking at it, it looked huge. So I think it's a weird picture thing. I don't know. Do you agree? Does it feel like okay to you, the size of it? 100% agree. The weight, the size, it looks more rugged and extreme in pictures, which probably is to Apple's benefit because it looks a little bit like more premium maybe than it is. So it's a very premium watch, but it definitely, you almost like are a little afraid to put this thing on your wrist when you see it in photos. But once you get it on, it feels lightweight. And I want to come back to the materials for a second, but just screen size uh, specifically, I think it's a really nice size, 49 millimeters. I've got it on my wrist. It's sort of hard to show you in this video to compare, it's but I've got really... <laughs> I've got really tiny wrists, but I was always rocking the larger one. I had the 45 and then now the 47 millimeter uh, Series 7. And uh, the ultra screen size is perfect. And in terms of materials, I want to hear your perspective, Matt, because I have always used the aluminum Apple Watches because I just wanted to cheap out. And I got the aluminum one. And to me, the weight feels exactly the same. It does not feel yeah. any heavier, any bulkier on my wrist. Is there a difference from the stainless steel Apple Watch? If someone is coming from that, do you notice a difference, good or bad? Uh, see, that's where I'm uh, a little, hmm, 
What's the word? I, I, I don't know how much I love the titanium. Okay, on one hand, and the pros. There's a lot of pros. Very strong, very rugged, quote-unquote, as Apple's clearly going. Um, and it is lightweight. That's kind of the whole thing here is that you're getting a really rugged metal that also is very light at the same time, whereas stainless steel, still very strong, looks fancy, shiny, everything, but it scratches instantly, and it is very heavy compared to what uh, you get with something like titanium. Now, that's the good. So it, it, it's a good material. I think I'm glad that they use that instead of something else. Um, on the bad side, it looks like it's made out of aluminum. And I'm spending 800 bucks on a watch that looks like it's made out of <laughs> aluminum. Now, that's does true. that really matter in the grand scheme of things? No, it doesn't. I think it looks fine. I like that it's the bare um, titanium. I guess it would have been cool if they had some options. Uh, maybe you could choose like a darker or a gold or something like that. I probably would still choose this one. I like the look of this metal. But... Um, uh, yeah, I don't know. I guess kind of going back to the materials thing, let me know on yours if this is the case. The action button on the side, which we could talk about more in a second, when I'm looking at it head on, which I'm doing right now, it's bright orange. I think it has a name. I forgot what the name for that orange is. Um, but either way, it doesn't matter. But when I actually look at the watch head on, like the, the face of the watch, the color of that button completely changes and looks faded, almost yellow. Do you notice that on yours? No, I don't. I mean, when I'm looking at the watch, like down at my wrist, I don't even see that button on the side. I will say though, in terms of my like initial experience, the one thing that stood out to me the most is that the crown, I oh, didn't yes. realize how much I pushed the crown in to like go home and do stuff or like wake the watch or whatever it is. But with that crown guard, maybe again, this is my, my watch, but you really have to give a forceful press to really get your finger in there to press oh, yeah. that crown. Obviously, and the crown guard is there to correct it, or uh, not correct it. Well, I guess correct, but protect it. <laughs> um, but it really is more, it's a little more annoying than I originally thought. It's going to take some getting used to, but that for me, I'm like, okay, I really got to give this thing a good press to get that crown to, um, that button to, um, what's the word, read the, the press. Yeah, no, the buttons are very, well, on one hand, like the action button and the side button, you think they'd have more click to them, but they don't really click that much. Yeah. But then the the crown is very stiff. I think in a good way. Like you don't want it to accidentally do stuff, which I have definitely had happen on my other watches. So I, I think this is fine. It's just comparing it to the other watches. It feels very different. Feels very rugged, if you may say. Um, okay, let's see. The next thing, the screen. What do you, mm. I know you're a very, you're a screen connoisseur, especially when it comes to the watch. You want bigger, the better. Um, coming from the Series 7, this is a bigger screen, I believe. Mm -hmm. But do you notice it in your first impressions? What, do you, what are you thinking about this? I'm a screen snob. I want the biggest display possible. And the one thing I'm really looking forward to with the Ultra is the brighter screen, which I have yet to go outdoors. I don't know. I can't test oh, that. Oh, I yet. tested it. It is. Is it's it there. It, oh, it's okay. As soon as I saw it, I was like, "All right, I'm in." Like I, that alone, I'm I'm happy about this screen. It's super bright outside, easily readable. I I'm excited for that. In terms of like the inside stuff, though, I will say that the I was using I think it's like the modular watch face, whatever it is, mm -hmm. on the Series Seven. As soon as I put that on the Ultra, it just sort of blew it up and it looked just like weird. Like it was it was wrong. <laughs> it was just all this like wasted dead space. So I switched to what is it, the Wayfinder? Like I tried Wayfinder. to go with one of their exclusive to ones to really better utilize that screen. And this it seems obviously it's way more optimized. And again, it's so hard to show to the camera here, but you're like you're getting a good amount of information. It's all spread out, but it doesn't feel crammed. I feel like in other right. watches and previous Apple watches, everything was sort of crammed on that screen. I feel like there's room to breathe. 
for lack of a better word yeah. here. Like you really have a lot of space here. And I, you know, obviously there's not a whole lot you do on the watch. Like you're not in a web browser. I'm not in a lot of apps, but I will say notifications when they come in, I feel like they better utilize that space. I can way easier. I've got a couple of emails come in. I can way easier, um, more easily read what those emails are. And watchOS 9 has done a good job of like expanding the previews to show more information. So again, in my limited testing, it definitely seems like that screen is being better utilized and it should get better utilized once more apps optimize for it. Um, but it just feels like everything isn't so crammed. Like you feel like you can see information at a glance. You're not sort of looking at every little pixel. Just you can glance down, you can sort of see the whole thing. Again, hard to describe, but um, yeah. I like that larger screen. I agree. I, I had the Siri watch face on my Series 7, and when I imported it over, that one was weird. I, I Maybe this is we're experiencing the same thing, but it was, like, blown up, but it also didn't utilize the whole screen. There was, a, like, a huge border around it for that particular watch face, so I was like, oh, that, that looks weird. So, yeah, I switched over to the Wayfinder. Uh, I think the Wayfinder is the perfect watch face for this watch. They did a good job designing something that actually looks good on this and uses all that space probably the most customizable watch face that we've ever had. There is, let me see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight complications, and you can change the time. Um, what have you, have you customized yours? I, I went through and did a bunch of stuff. What, what, yeah, like for me, like I tried to, I, for me, I want like the simple info at a glance. I want to see my battery life. I want to see the time, obviously. I want to see weather. I want to see if I have any incoming messages and then activity. So I kind of turned off some of the extra complication areas. Just give me like that, you know, info, but that's kind of what I have with the modular watch face. That's what I want to see. And so far I'm liking this. I, like I said, I can sort of see at a glance, everything I need to know though. I do have, I think I'm already noticing a problem with the watch, but we can come back to that in a moment if you want to. But, um, yeah, that's sort of my customization, uh, what I've got. Let's go right into the problem. Cause I think, yeah, my, I've customized mine too, but we don't need to go into that. Well, so what is the so problem? Here, what are you experiencing? Here's my problem. I think the watch came, I want to say two hours ago maybe with 85% yeah. charge, I'm already down to 81. And what I've noticed, and I don't know what's going on, I've got a weird battery drain. Not, I don't think specific to the Ultra. I noticed it really bad on the Series 7. I think I've got some kind of battery drain software bug that is just killing the battery because I know hmm. um, we were talking in our work chat with John Rettinger, who he said he had it for a couple hours. He, think he's, he said it went down 1%. Right. And I haven't done anything with the watch. I've had it for a couple hours and I've already dropped, you know, four or five percent. I can't do the math on the fly with that, but I don't that doesn't equate to three days or whatever the review said. So I'm gonna have to dig into that. I don't know what the watch my problem is I don't want to reset it and lose all my health data. So I don't know how and this is I guess it's not even set up from an iCloud backup. So I don't know what's draining the battery, if you guys are watching this and you've had this experience, let me know down below in the comments. But uh, I'm a little concerned about the um, some kind of phantom battery drain. But I guess I'll have to investigate. Yeah, because I didn't notice. Yeah, that's interesting because on. you had that you had that issue with your Series Seven. So I'm, yeah, I'm wondering maybe do you have an app or something? But you said you just installed that's Fresh, what I'm right? I think so... I'm just gonna I'm gonna clear out all. Or was the apps. it an iCloud? I I did not do an iCloud restore on this. I set it up fresh. So I don't know if it's something with the uh, the phone. I noticed this before the 14 too. So I don't know if it was something. Something in the last couple of weeks got screwed up, but I just I just keep glancing because I have that battery info there in the corner. I keep seeing it sort of dwindle down. So I'm like, oh, we'll see how it goes. But that's one of the big selling points is the Ultra is supposed to have ultra battery life. That you can go, what the reviews say, three days without a charge. That's and that's what, what that's I what want. I don't want to ever charge this thing. 
and like actually use it for three days, not just, you know, have it on low power mode for three days, like actually use it for three days. I wish I w uh, would have checked what my um, battery life was when I first set it up, but I'm at 83%, so I'll keep an eye on that. And I think we'll obviously be talking about this as we go forward, but yeah, battery life on this watch is probably for like quote unquote normal people like you, that's the thing that they really want out of this watch, right? Is that it's, you know, you're, you're getting a chunky watch, but the point is you can go for days. And then once that low power mode, that special low power mode comes out, you know, you can go for weeks maybe. Um, so that, that'll be interesting. Let's, um, yeah. let's, let's talk about that for a second. So we got the two different use cases. So I am the normie. I wanted this for the bigger screen, the brighter screen and the better battery life. I want to be able to do my workouts. I want to be able to wear it to bed and do sleep tracking. I just like, I'm addicted to the Apple watch. I want to wear this thing on my wrist all the time. So if I can have it on for as long as possible, that's what I want. And I wanted to try the new form factor. So for me, I'm not really interested in the outdoorsy stuff. That'd be nice, sort of a nice side benefit. But my thinking was give me better battery life, bigger screen, brighter screen. And it's a little early to tell, but so far it seems like it, the Ultra is checking all those boxes and um, meeting that criteria and it's, you know, meeting expectations. So I think if you're someone who's looking at the Ultra and you're like, well, I'm not really an outdoorsy person, but I do like the look of it. I think that the looks are definitely a big thing there. And you do want really good battery life and um, you want that better screen. That's a way to go. And also what's really kind of did it for me, and I think for a lot of people and you guys watching is, when you look at the price, it's the same as uh, you can get an Apple Watch Ultra for 800 or a larger screen uh, Series 8, like a 40, what is it, 45 millimeter Series 8 for the same right. price, stainless steel. So when you're already there, when you're like, okay, I could have the stainless steel or I could have the Ultra that has a bunch of other features plus a bigger screen, that's where I'm like, oh, it just makes sense. Let me just try it. And I think that's where a lot of people are going to um, sort of hit. If you're sort of liking the aluminum and you don't use a lot of the crazy features, you don't care about that stuff, then it's probably not worth it. But if you're already spending stainless steel money and you're, you know, you've had an Apple watch for a while and you're committed to it, then I think the ultra is definitely worth looking at from my perspective, Matt, you've got a different set of priorities. Tell me why you went ultra, uh, this time around. I mean, honestly, the, the reasons for the ultra for me are very similar to yours because even though yes i have a much more outdoorsy lifestyle like our weekends me and my wife are spent going on hikes going outside we like you said we've been kayaking every weekend uh so we do those kind of things we're always outside we're in nature but on this at the same time like we're not ultra marathon runners we're not hiking up mountains you know we're doing like you know five mile hikes we're not doing anything crazy and we're not diving down to the depths of the ocean so the features that i think a lot of people in the ultra extreme end of the scale things like that doesn't that doesn't apply to me and i'm very aware of that there are some features about this watch that i'm excited for battery life i've already talked about the very or the louder speaker for actually taking calls i tried it and it is definitely noticeable it is a louder speaker because i like answering calls on my watch when i either don't have my hands free or you know those kind of things but i've always had a hard time hearing it this at least in my you know, very short test that I did today, already better there. The brighter screen, those kind of things. Um, the action button just to access things. So those are small little things that, are they necessary? No, but they do, I could see myself using them. The one feature that I know for a fact I will use is the new compass with the backtrack wayfinder feature mm -hmm. where 
it kind of marks where you are. So you kind of say like, okay, this is my tent. For instance, when we go camping, I can mark where my tent is. We go for a hike just in case something happens. We get off the trail. I can use my watch to find my way back. Great. I'm definitely going to be using that feature. The thing is that's also coming to series eight. So it's like, that's not the reason to get this watch for me. I could easily do that on the series eight as well. Um, but it just, I know this sounds bad, but it just fits more with my lifestyle and the way that it looks and the way that I use it. I mean, this is what I'm doing, right? I'm outside all the time. So this watch matches that aesthetic. And like you said, if I'm already spending the same amount of money for a series eight, for me, this is worth it for most people. I think it's really going to come down to that battery life. I, if the battery life really yeah. is that good, if you're spending that money and you don't mind the aesthetic, it's going to be worth it. I think, um, I guess the question is for me, like for instance, my wife, you have small wrists. My wife, my wife yeah. has tiny wrists. Like I can, this, I can, I'm making a shaper here and this is the size of the wrist because we, we make fun of her all the time for how small her wrists are. And I can wrap my fingers around her wrists. This watch, I'm going to try it when she gets home. It's not, it's not going to work. <laughs> like for certain people, I think it's going to be too big, but if it, if it doesn't, uh, look weird on your wrist or you're happy with the way it looks, it's going to come down to battery life. I think. I think I'm like right at the cutoff. Like I definitely, like I have like very small wrists, but I don't, I don't think it's fine. And it feels fine. It doesn't feel bulky. And I'm like, I said, I'm coming from the, right. If the you're happy with it, then 7. that's fine. Yeah. Um, I think the other question to ask sort of is, okay, so if I have an Apple watch now, do I need to upgrade to the ultra? And that's sort of a trickier situation. I feel like the Apple watch upgrade cycle is very weird because yeah, strange. they've done a lot of small updates and it, you can sort of have an Apple Watch for a long time, and it's not like the iPhone where like every other year it gets better. So, trying to think what the cutoff is. If you if you have a Series Four, probably time to start considering your options because we've got the five, the six, the seven, and the eight. Not saying you have to go with the Ultra, but it might be time for an upgrade. I saw somebody who went from a Series Zero a r original to an Apple Watch Ultra. That might oh, be a dang. huge jump. Um, <laughs> I don't even know how you're but still I using will say, a Series Zero. I know. If you have an Apple Watch now, I think, again, like we just said, it's really if you care about the battery life and the bigger screen and those other features. If not, then I don't think there's any huge reason to upgrade to the Ultra or even, I mean, upgrade to the Series 8. It's sort of not a great upgrade this year. So I don't think you need to go run out and upgrade to the Apple Watch Ultra. Unlike the iPhone where it's like, oh, the dynamic island, the better camera, I could get all that. The Apple Watch is a little bit of a different story. If you're buying one for this, you know, um, for the first time, then I definitely would consider it. But if you've got, let's say I have a Series 6 or Series 7, do you need to upgrade? No, there's no earth-shattering feature there. If you want to, though, then we can talk because that's a whole separate discussion. Yeah. Uh, but what do you think, Matt, about who should even look at it? What uh, cutoff series do they need to have in, in order to sort of look at an upgrade? No, I, I agree with what you're saying. I guess for me, the question is that, as you were saying that, I was thinking is like, is this the ultra going to become the not maybe default's not the right word, but like the Apple watch, like, is this always going to be the one that you're kind of striving for, or is it still going to be, or is this, I'm trying to think it through it. Like, is this going to be the, the top of the line Apple watch that everyone wants, or is it going to be very distinct options where if you really don't care about ruggedness or the look of this thing, you're really still going to want a stainless steel at the end of the day. Like well, that's going to be what you want. Or I think, you know, you, do you get what I'm saying here? Yeah. I, I, I think, you know what? The beauty of the Apple watch has always been that 
you really get the same experience yeah, no matter true. which model you go with. You know, you I guess it's a little different. Now, or the gold or yeah, I mean, it's a little bit different. You, you do have some features, but like just like basic Apple Watch features, watch OS stuff like watch apps. You can get the same experience on a three or 260, 270 Apple Watch SE. Well, it's a little bit different, but you, you sort of get the idea. You can get the same the basic basic sort of, yeah. stuff. It's really like it's the creature comforts like they always on display in the battery life. That's when it goes up and up. But it's not like the iPhone where you can get a drastically different experience. Like the iPhone 14 versus the iPhone 14 Pro, $200 gives you a drastically different experience in so many ways. The Apple Watch, it's not the case. It's really never been the case. And to me, in my opinion, it seems like it's one of those nice upper tier options that is perfect for some people. And some people might just get it for the look. Some people might get it for the materials. But if you just get a Series 8, you're not really missing out on anything for most people. Yeah, the way I'm thinking about it is like this is as as if the, the edition still existed. So like, let's say they didn't discontinue the edition, which I wouldn't be surprised if they bring back with like ceramic next year or something. But it's almost like now you have two top tiers. You have the edition, which is the, you know, quote unquote normal Apple Watch, but with the highest end materials, the nicest looking. And then you have this, which is the ultra, which has the most features. So you almost choose like, do you want the best looking Apple Watch or do you want the most features out of an Apple Watch? That's kind of how I'm thinking of this. Like they're different categories um, because I'm still shocked at the price of this thing for what it is like <laughs> not in a, in a good way. I, I think this, I'm surprised this con comes in at the price that it does. I was fully expecting a thousand dollars. And the more I think about it, the more I'm like, yeah, I don't know why they didn't charge more. I'm happy they didn't, but I'm surprised they didn't. Um, so yeah, you're just going to have to decide. I think this is one of those watches you're going to have to either be okay with buying and returning or go to an Apple store and try because mm -hmm. I think there is a very large demographic of people who will put this watch on and instantly just say no. Like they're not into this. Yeah. Um, whereas with the regular Apple Watch, there's a lot of people who, I think the people that don't want the Apple Watch are people that just don't wear watches to begin with and that's not their thing. But if you're into watches and you want a smart watch, most people are perfectly fine with the regular uh, Apple Watch design and everything like that. So. Yeah, I, don't, I think you're just gonna have to try it. It's really hard. Even for us who have been researching it and looking at it, even until it got here, we weren't sure how we were gonna feel with it on their wrist, even though we'd seen a million pictures of it. So that's just this kind of product, which we don't get very often, but I think it kind of makes it more interesting. So you guys will have to let us know down below, Apple Watch Ultra, are you upgrading? Are you not upgrading? What uh, Apple Watch do you, does that make sense? Are you, yeah, that makes sense. Are you upgrading? You're not upgrading. I don't know why. Sometimes you say stuff and it sort of like flies by. You're like, oh, does that make I do sense? that all the time. You guys let us know down below what your thoughts are on the Apple Watch Ultra. Matt and I are going to continue to test. And I think next week I want to do a big deep dive into battery and to yep. screens. And I want to put Apple's claims to the test. And after a week of use, and you know, having this on our wrists, you know, 24 hours a day, I think we're going to have a lot of good thoughts. So Matt, any final Hold thoughts on. before we yeah. wrap up? Oh, go ahead. What, go ahead. What did I, well, I have two things. What did I say my battery percentage was when I was talking about it? 83? All right. I'm at 81 now. Okay, yeah, so mine's at 80. So Okay, so that's uh, interesting. I don't know. Yeah, I don't that's know what's interesting. going on. I mean, day one things, you can never test battery life on day one, but that that's interesting because, I mean, I've been looking at it, but I haven't been doing anything. So that's I've done interesting. Nothing, and yeah. So maybe there's something there. Um, and then the next thing is the bands. What do you think about the band? The only one oh. that was shipping today was the Alpine in green. Yes. So what, what are you thinking? 
I that's I think we all got the same Alpine green. I don't love it. I mean, it's growing on me, but to me, I want a band that is really easy to put on in the morning when I'm like half right. asleep and easy to take off. And that's not this. So I like it. It's a nice <laughs> option. It's nice that it comes with it, but um, I'm not a fan. I've got, uh, I think my favorite one, actually, I like the one that came with my green uh, Series 7. Oh, I don't know that what it's called. One? It's like the the leather one with the green. Yeah. I like this one. Uh, really nice. My go-to every day is this Nike one that I've had for years that I've really, I've just obliterated. This is disgusting, but it's really easy <laughs> to put on. And then I do have my Milanese loop for special occasions. Uh, but I'm going to try this for a couple of days, but I think I'm going to swap it for either the Nike band or this other green band. Um, I don't like it, but I think you have different opinions. Yeah, no, I, I love this band. I love the way it looks. I love the way it feels once it's on. But I agree, putting it on, taking it off is a pain in the butt. Like this thing is hard to get on and off. So you have to, you have this little loop kind of thing that hooks into other another loop and it's just hard to do. Especially if you want to get it snug, you have to really pull it. But once it's on, I think it's very comfortable. It really keeps it, you know, stable on my on my wrist and the color is exactly what I like in a watch like this. Yeah. Uh this is like well, I have another band that looks just like this, but it's not an official, you know, quote unquote Apple band. This is definitely one I'm going to be keeping, but I agree if I can't get used to putting it on and off, I'm going to be switching it to something else because it's a pain in the butt. But I I, I, I want to try, what's it called? The Trail? I yeah, that's, that's what, what it's called. This is the Alpine, the Trail. Because isn't that one very similar to the, uh, the, it's I forgot what they call it. It's the loop one that's Velcro. Isn't it very similar to that? It's just you know. Maybe I think a little so. Nicer. Uh, I know that's but, what everybody wanted, but you can't get it. So yeah, and they're also a hundred bucks if you want to like buy it. Yeah. I'm not. So I'm not doing that. I'll buy some kind of third party thing if if I end up switching. But I, I like this. Uh, but we'll see. We'll see if it gets easier to put on and off. But uh, I think that's it for the Apple Watch Ultra. Very cool. We're excited for it. Real quick before we sign off. Another product came out today that we didn't talk about. Let yeah. Grab it. Apple AirPods Pro second generation. They are out. Uh, we both have them. I, mine didn't get shipped today for whatever reason. UPS messed up and they said, sorry, it's not coming today. So like a um, someone with a, uh, what do you say? I have problems, addiction. let's put it that way. I got an addiction. I ordered them for Air from uh, Best Buy and went and picked them up. I've been using them basically only for this call. So I don't have a ton of... Uh, impressions, but you, I think, have been using them a little longer. So, what do you think so far? I like you, Matt. I'm addicted to Apple, and I'm addicted to three products: iPhone, Apple Watch, AirPods. Use them every day, and I'll say that I've had these for a couple hours now. I really like them for the little things that you love with Apple. I love that when you pair them, it makes a noise. Love that. Oh, you know, you yeah, that was what the going on. Yeah. <laughs> wireless charging. I just put a separate wireless charger on my desk because this is who I am now just for AirPods because I never had them. They were always dead. So I got a little charger there. Now when you put them on the wireless charger, they also make ding. a sound just like the Apple yeah. Watch. Little ding. Sounds the same. Very, man. very nice. Um, the volume controls with the swiping of the stem. Took a little getting used to, but I, now I can see it's really uh, yep. nice because I don't have to pull it. out my phone or if my phone's in the other room like that. Uh, noise cancellation for me, I was trying to do some unscientific side-by-side -side testing and it was tough, but I will say, I don't know if it's just the newness or the novelty, noise cancellation to me seems noticeably better. Two times better? Mm, I don't know about that, but... We're going to have to be on a plane or something to test that a out. A time at like 1.5 better? I think so. I think that there is definitely, it's noticeably better. 
Um, audio quality sounded the same to me. Like it's, you know, didn't sound earth shattering to me. Um, but just all the upgrades with the case and the little lanyard attachment and the speaker and the ear fit also seems better. It seems like I can put them in and out of my ear and they um, respond a little bit better. Uh, little stuff like that. Again, uh, preliminary testing, but so far I love AirPods and these second generation are really nice. I'm, I'm happy about them. Yeah, I, I listened to a few songs. I think they sound really good, but hard to tell if they're really any that much better, especially considering I'm coming from the AirPods 3. So those already sounded better than the regular Pros or the first generation Pro. Um, so I'll have to use them a little bit more, but I agree. The swiping for the volume, why couldn't that have come like three years ago? Awesome feature. The noises that the case make, excellent feature. The little things. So, so far I'm happy. I'm going to, obviously we're going to test them. We'll talk about them more next week probably, but uh Equally as happy with that as I am with the watch. So I, I, it's a good Apple day. Let's put it that way. A very good Apple day. You guys let us know down below what Apple products you picked up. Well, of course, we'll be breaking down iPhone 14, AirPods Pro, Apple Watch Ultra in a full episode. But we just want to get a little something out to you guys on YouTube to get our launch day impressions. And of course, if you picked one up, let us know down below. Do you like it? Do you not like it? Let us know. And I think it's going to do it, Matt, for us. A little clip. We'll be back here next week with a more uh, extended version with a lot of thoughts. And uh, we'll give an update to the battery drama as well on the Apple Watch Ultra. But thanks for watching. We'll see you guys uh, on another episode of Apple Circle Podcast.